Are we ready? Okay. I am your host, Ryan, and this is Table Talk RPD. Yes, it's a little pun there, I know, I'm so sorry, but I had to. It's just in my nature. But I am going to be talking everything D&D, Dungeons and Dragons, from stories to guides. And today, I'm going to start with a story that is so near and dear to my heart. It is probably one of my favorite fights that I was ever a part of in my in one of my campaigns for 5th edition D&D. So, calling this the Kraken Priests because that's is what the DM called it at the time. Uh, just a little introduction here. My character was named Durin. He was a dwarven barbarian. One of my friends Bryce was Triel, the dragonborn cleric. Sam was Alva, the Beastmaster Tiefling Ranger, with Vionin, her panther. Ashley was Nimara, the human rogue. We had Michael, who was Sindarin, the half-elven bard. My friend Avani was Cade, the halfling rogue. Yes, we had two rogues. And Emma was the gnomish wizard named Claudia. Will, of course, was our DM. And this is how the story goes. So, a little bit of background. We were in Claudia's hometown of Nomendorf. Wasn't exactly the most creative name, but that's okay. We really hadn't been playing too, too long. Um, at the time, Nomendorf was re- being ravaged by a plague and a scourge of attacking humans who had set up just outside the city. After getting into town, we finally found Claudia's homestead after she had not seen her family in years, and unfortunately, we found them in a basement where they had died of the plague. After this, we were seeking answers and looking around until we learned of an old gnome named Kronamu, which we promptly named Dormammu, of course. And apparently, he was a wizard who lived on the outside of town who was actually a bronze dragon. He took us into the sky and he showed us our potential future, just continuing to show us these terrible, terrible images, until eventually he turned and saw this floating island, this temple seemed to come towards us and he saw a kraken rising from the ocean nomendorf was under attack by people attempting to summon a kraken at the same time the humans who had set up outside town were starting to attack as well and we were forced to make a decision we had to try to save the townspeople from the humans or try to stop the kraken from being arisen now We were only level 8, so I mean, we were not even remotely ready to fight a Kraken at all. Not even, not even remotely. But of course, we could, so, we couldn't let that happen, so we did end up choosing to try to go fight the Krakens. And this was, I, I can say this without any regret at all, this was definitely one of our favorite, favorite fights of the entire year. It was about a year-long campaign. Leading up to this temple, we fought lizard folk after lizard folk. My character had lost his sword and eventually was just punching the lizard folk to death. Until we got to the temple steps, and it was here my dear friend Will made one of the biggest mistakes of the night. He allowed us to plan. He he walked outside of the room, and for between 20 and 30 minutes, my group decided, you know what? this is the time and we sat there and meticulously planned everything will drew us the scene on the whiteboard 
We didn't have a battle mat at the time, and we just proceeded to talk over and over about what a good idea was. And after about 20 to 30 minutes, as I said, we had a plan. So, we got in, the battle music started, Will sat down and he started to describe the scene. First, we saw one of the BBEGs of the campaign, his name is Volcar, floating above the air, seeming to ascend, calling forth the Kraken, a beast we were not at all ready to fight. Will looked at us and he said we only had eight rounds before the Kraken was summoned. We looked forward and there was a line of lizard folk with shields standing to guard the four Kraken priests who were in the back performing the summoning ritual. Michael, Sindarin, rolled the first initiative, so he dimensioned himself and Alva toward the back of the temple, past everything, so they could have a clear line of fire on the Kraken priests and our big bad Volcar. I was next in the initiative, and so many uh, sessions previous, I actually bought a portable ram, and this was the one and only time I used it. I pulled that sucker out, uh, ram decided to ram the shield wall of the lizard folk, and I rolled a 32 on my raging strength check, knocking multiple, multiple lizard folk down. Next was our absolutely wonderful cleric, Triel. She was able to bless so many of us. I think she cast it at like a third level spell, blessing just about all of us. Cade, Namara, and Claudia proceeded to just destroy and decimate the lizard folk behind Durin. Between the double rogue sneak attack and the broken magic item, oh, yes, that's right, I apologize, our wizard was given a magic item that gave her two actions, allowing her to cast two spells per round. Now I know what some of you might think, actually, the rules do say you can cast two spells as long as they both require an action, for example, an eldritch knight with action surge is able to cast Fireball twice in one round. The only rule going against that would be the bonus action rule. However, because it gave her two actions, she had perfect, perfect allowability to be able to cast two Fireballs in a single turn. Every turn. As long as she had the spell slots. In essence, those lizard folk stood absolutely no chance as they proceeded to just get gunned down, cut down one by one until Claudia came in double fireball, eliminating them all. Alvis and Sindarin attempted to hit Volcar multiple times for they were both bow-wielding um, combatants, but unfortunately it seemed that he was protected by a magical ward that would not allow us to hit him. They wasted two of our turns, two of our precious turns, attempting to hit Volcar. And the Kraken Priests proceeded to try their ritual. And they were almost successful. Eventually it got to a point where we saw these three red walls, almost like in Star Wars, a Phantom Menace, where it they just seemed ominous. After the lizard folk died, we were able to send Cade our little halfling rogue through one of the walls until he was power word killed. Yes, the walls were an instant power word kill, and because we were 8th level, even though I was a barbarian, none of us had above 100 hit points, so all of us were vulnerable. Eventually, we were able to ride, we were able to raise Cade as he was brought back to life at one hit point and proceeded to go through the next power word kill wall, 
eventually just slowly, slowly getting our way towards the Kraken priests trying to stop Volkar. After Cade had finally destroyed the final wall, the Kraken priest turned and ripped open a rift to the Nine Hells, calling forth a bone devil. This bone devil we had had many interactions with. Its name was Stexen. It was an old NPC, and it was just... We saw him, and this was our third time, and dear God, did we just want to kill him. We wanted to kill him so bad. When Will said Stexen appeared, we all just groaned because we knew this fight just got immensely harder. We had only about four turns, three to four turns until the Kraken was summoned, and we also had to deal with Stexen. Eventually, it got to a point where we were also hitting the Kraken priests, but still not Volkar, because he was still protected by that magical ward. So, the Kraken priests decided to turn and do a prismatic spray, completely decimating our party. The only two left alive, save for Alvin Sindarin, because they were on the opposite side of the arena, were Durin and Triel. I'm so sorry. Bryce would get upset with me if I didn't say Triel. <laughs> Eventually, Triel was able to... Triel? Triel was able to bring them all up, and everyone was able to co um, coalesce, converge on the Kraken priests, killing them two rounds before the Kraken was summoned. And it was with this final killing did Volkar descend changing the arena, pillars growing out of this temple, proceeding to have arcane sigils all along the ground. He had his book of necromantic spells, and he looked at us. But that's a story for another time. Mm -hmm.